This is episode 43 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week we talk about Twisted Metal, Anthony getting an iPhone, the Assassin's Creed 3 announcement, and then we play Percentages. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I am Nick. I'm Mitch. I'm Jeff. I'm Anthony. And we are Eddie-less. This is the troll-free podcast. Yeah. Well, it's at least 75% less troll. I can't speak for myself. I'm sure we <laughs> can find some trolling true. in our hearts. You know, I feel like I want to troll tonight. I feel I like know, there, I there's feel like, like a void and I want to like fill at it. The, at Gamer Sushi Weekend, it was like, just, it was like quintuple troll. So... <laughs> Nice. You know what I mean? That's true, but it was different because we were like all there, so we could yeah. like we could be like, I better stop before I get punched or crabbed. Yeah, that was so much fun. You could read the facial expressions. You're like, oh wait, Anthony's, like, Anthony's weeping again. We better stop. That <laughs> only happened twice, okay? <laughs> I think that's twice too many times for for a grown man to cry. Well, I mean that, and, and just like curling up in the fetal position and at random places in Eddie's house. It's just like we that, come in the room and he's on the table. That's because I didn't want to leave. <laughs> I feel like we got to find a time, like, and it should not be in summer when it's 110 <laughs> every day. Um, this we is should true. find another time to do, to do this. Of course, technically, like, we could do it. Well, no, I guess we should do it hey, in Houston. I've got an idea. Guess what's happening in Orlando this summer? Star Wars Celebration. Let's do it. Come on. Star Wars Celebration? What is that? It's the big official Star Wars convention where they have, like, George Lucas and all these actual Star Wars involved people come. You never heard of Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, but then we gotta go to Orlando. And we have to go to a Star Wars convention. <laughs> and there's yeah. Harry Potter World. We could go there too. I would go to Harry Potter World. I would not go to a Star you Wars You could be convention. done with Harry Potter World in two hours. Dude, either way, you're gonna see some Gandalfs. My co-worker is like, you love Star Wars. Why don't, why don't you go? And I'm like, because... Those kinds of Star Wars fans will make me hate Star Wars, and I'll kill somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they just take it too far. But guys, we get, we can't go to joysticks if we don't go to Houston. That's it's true. true. But then if we go to Houston, we should we're all go have to, to get LA. hotels. Let's go to LA. Eddie's take gonna, us to the spots in LA. I said Vegas last time. No, we, middle, dude, like dude we don't. We don't have to. I like. I have enough friends. We can find couches and beds throughout the city. It's not <laughs> a problem. I'm not. No, I'm not joking. Like. No, I, li- I like Mitch's idea because Bill Simmons on ESPN always writes how, like, one of his friends will just call him up and just be like, Vegas, baby. And then, like, boom, next week they're in Vegas. Like, the, no questions asked. They just go. Like, we should do that. I, I don't want to spend Bill Simmons that also lives three hours away from Vegas. It's, like, easy to say well, that. that, and he also makes a lot of money, more money than we do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I've never yeah, actually also, been to Vegas, personally. I haven't either, but now I'm three hours away. I'm probably going to go pretty soon. I have, but I wasn't 21 and I was with my parents, so it was just as lame as that sounds. How was the Siegfried and Roy show? We didn't even get to go to that. That's how lame my time was. Or did you see Cirque du Soleil? No, I got to I got to see the inside of the Luxor. That was about the coolest thing I did. Because uh, Cirque du Soleil is actually kind of cool. Like, no homo, it's actually kind of cool. No, no, I've been to Cirque du Soleil. It's really awesome. So is Blue Man Group, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue Man Group's actually like pretty funny and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, actually, there's a. I don't know if you saw this, Mitch, the, a little bit of. To bring it back around to gaming, uh, IPL4, which is the IGN Pro League for StarCraft, 
uh, is being held at a casino in Vegas in April. Nice. That's and a it recipe has, for some it has good stories. $25 spectator passes, and I'm thinking about maybe going. I don't know. When in April is it? April, or it's early April. I think it's like oh. April 6th or something. Oh, man, that's when exams are, so... Lame. Oh yeah, no, I can't do anything in early April. No. Well, no, I was just talking about going to IPL four just because of Vegas. I'm not saying that we need to do gamer sushi. We can do. Anthony would be so lost at a StarCraft tournament. It's like, what's a zealot? <laughs> I know what a zealot is. God. They're the, uh, the like six pool, bro. Six pool. <laughs> Bringing it back. So, so, how are we going to talk about Resident Evil Six for six minutes this week? What is what is our magical story? Because I think Mitch is going to tell us about it. Mitch, Mitch, we'll, tell us about it. We'll do it live. Uh, six minutes with Resident Evil Six. Nick, you going to start the timer? Um, hold on, hold on. I'm going to the app right now. Ah! Oh no! Let's just talk about something dun, dun, else. Go. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Go. We're okay. good. We're good. You can start talking. Six minutes with Resident Evil Six. This week's installment. We're going to be talking about not really Resident Evil Six specifically, but Resident Evil in general. So we're, we're branching out a little this week, but we'll try and bring it back next week. Uh, what we're talking about this week is that uh, news from Capcom is that new Resident Evil can defy the market. And it's basically just Capcom talking about how pre-orders for both Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City and Resident Evil 6 are through the roof. And that it can uh, overcome the depressed market and attract a wider audience than just the core Resident Evil fan. In Japan, roofs are only three feet off the ground, by the way. Right. So they don't have far to go. <laughs> right. Exactly. I feel like that was a racist joke. Um, so, but here's <laughs> no, no. Here's I mean, because no, honestly, oh, they're tiny houses. I get it. I get it. People uh, are I, short. I honestly uh, I didn't even think about the short thing. I apologize to anybody. Stop being racist, <laughs> everyone. Stop being racist. We, no, we no. I'm, <laughs> I'm a non-white. I can be racist. Do you want to? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's established in podcast canon. The E canon. <laughs> is that so, like okay, I, I keep forgetting what Raccoon City G-Cannon? is. Raccoon? E-Cannon. S-Cannon. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. So Ra- Raccoon City is the one that it's from the perspective of the bad guys, or like the mercenaries that work for the bad guys, right? Yes. so. I'm, lo- I'm looking it up right now, um, okay, just because but- we don't believe in forward research in the Gamer Sushi podcast. <laughs> well, because I keep we're thinking... Like, we're, we're off the cuff here. I keep thinking that the, the most recent uh, Resident Evil game, other than 6, is the one that was like the versus game on the 3DS that had the horrible save file or whatever. I keep forgetting that this... That's Mercenaries, yeah. yeah oh, okay, so... I keep, th- I keep thinking one, we're talking about Mercenaries. Like... Since then, there was... Uh, Re- was it Revelations? Revelations. Yeah. Well, Revelations is a 3DS one, and it, in the article it says it debuted at number 6 in the top 40 in January. So, I mean, that's, that seems pretty good. And now, on with the countdown. The top 40. Like Casey Kasem or something. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, I, uh, may- I actually oh, wow. okay, do... So- Okay, go, and then I have something. Go. Oh, the only thing I was saying is I'm on Wikipedia, and Revelations is part of the main series in there. Yep. Yeah, no, it is. It takes place between yeah. 4 and 5, if my memory serves correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we, we talked about that a few casts yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, what so we're I, might, I might not have been on that cast. But I haven't. Yeah. You don't have it memorized? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't memorize. You don't memorize every cast. cast that you're not on? Hmm. No, I, I don't, unfortunately. Should I get on that? You should. You should. You should definitely okay. do that. Just interject real quick. There are 264 days until Resident Evil 6. Nice. There we go. So, okay, here's my thing, though. I actually feel like this is, like, I realize it's like, hey, we're excited that Resident Evil is going to sell copies. And, like, that's kind of silly. But if we actually want to talk about this a little bit, I do think it's interesting in, like, 
we think of this era as being a really down era for Japanese games. Hmm. Um, we think of like all the old, I mean, minus Mario, which is like a freak. Like, look like all the old, like, Japanese properties, all of them are down right now, right? I mean, like, I feel like it's kind of interesting that they, the Capcom has seen really, really big numbers with Resident Evil. Well, so why, why, like, why are they down? Is it that, I I think, you know, Final Fantasy, you can point to creative exhaustion of of the brand, Um, but but why would Resident Evil be down? Well, I I, I think a lot of people, I think as, as a whole people would say that Japanese developers have lost touch with the Western audience. But Resident Evil defies that, so... I could kind of see that. I mean, it, it, it also seems like maybe they've lost touch, but they've also... So many of the big-name titles have had such awful long development cycles. It's those two things combined, you know? Like, I'm trying to think of other Japanese... Like, Demon Souls is a Japanese game, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, but it's not an old. It's a. It's a. It's one of the newest properties out of Japan. Yeah, but it's. It, I almost. That's a Western style RPG. Well, though. well, let's let's think of what some of these properties are. So we're not talking in the abstract. Yeah. Uh, that might that might help. Like Mega Final Man, Fantasy, like, Sonic, Final Fantasy, uh, Mega Man, Sonic. You know, they else? haven't made it's, a proper. You just listed like, three. You just listed three series that I feel like are suffering from creative exhaustion. Well, well, think. Well, this is actually. I think there was an article on One Up about this. Um. Most of these are franchises that started in the 8-bit era, mm-hmm. you know, and they've been around for a long time. And the only one that's really still thriving is Mario right. and, and, and Zelda to an extent. And even that, people are getting really tired of. Um, by the way, Mitch, have you started playing Zelda again? Nope. Me neither. Um, <clears throat> but uh, and even Metal Gear. Metal Gear was started off, you know, in the 8-bit era. Yeah. You know, Although so, I don't think, but a lot of people connect with it in the PlayStation era. Yeah, right. a lot of people didn't play with it until Solid. Right, but um, but the the creators of it at least were just like right, right, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Jeff said, just like I think exhausted of it, and like these things have been around forever. That I think people are just like, eh, you know, I don't know. Right, if I Resident Evil anymore. is only what is is only fifteen years old, so maybe it's right. It's different. one of the newer ones, and also the reason it's getting more and more popular, maybe because. It's becoming more and more like a shooter, and what's big these days? The shooter. Yeah. You know, if they had just added more shooting to Final Fantasy 13, it would have been amazing. <laughs> Huge sales. <laughs> Mega Man's got shooting. Why isn't that popular? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand I mean, these, that, these that feels, Mega Man seems like a game that hasn't really managed to make the transition to anything the most other popular, than The most than popular like Mega Man style. entry was the, the throwback Mega Man 8. Or nine, right, Mega but nine. exactly that—that's yeah. that's the one not, that was just like an eight-bit game is the one that made everyone happy. Yeah, so not a good o- sign. Yeah, no, none of the other ones that they've tried to do after that have been successful. Like, and they've never reinvented Mega Man for later consoles, really, in any way. It's it's every Mega Man game they come out with now. Anyway, we weren't even talking about Resident Evil Six for most of that, so that was a sad yeah. six minutes. It's, it's six minutes. It's you know what they'll take what they can get. I like that music. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I know it's Halo, but didn't we have a talk about this? About like it shouldn't be Halo music. It should be something from Resident Evil. But then we couldn't figure out what it should be. So then we just were like, fuck it. Well, yeah, Sheva. but you can't find the Sheva thing, Mitch. I you know. didn't talk at all in that segment. What What's are you up? buying? What are you selling? Oh, man, that's who we should have gotten. Well, I kept sitting here with the information on Operation Raccoon City, but you guys were having such a good conversation, I didn't want to break in and go, like, Operation Raccoon City, you take the role of an umbrella security service or United States uh-huh. Special Operations Force soldier. And good you, thing you didn't you, do that. Yeah, because that would have been boring and Resident Evil related. 
<laughs> no, but I feel well, like we Canadian talked about trolling. like was that was that wrong? I mean, like that I brought it to like about Japanese games. I mean, I feel like that's kind of what this article touched. No, it is. On. It's interesting that Resident Evil seems to be one of the few, if not the only one, that's just it still gets everyone's attention. People get excited when it's coming out. I right, right. I really I, we can't talk. Sorry, we can't talk about it anymore because I wanted to say something else, and then I realized we got to stop. Zombies. That's why. Um, they're not zombies. Mm-hmm. They're Chapo. Okay, we're not doing that, buddy. <laughs> You just call me Eddie. No, I said buddy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, we're not well, doing that, buddy. Uh, okay, uh, what did we want to do? Did you want to talk about Kingdoms of Amalur, Mitch? Uh, nah. You guys talked about it a couple weeks ago. There's not really, but it's it's basically a single player MMO with better combat. Is basically how I would describe it. I'm sure people want to hear more about Twisted Metal, though. Okay. Yes, I'm sure they do. If only someone here had bought it. Oh wait, I did. Um. Yeah, so I'll talk about it briefly. Um, okay, so Twisted Metal, the, the main difference, I guess I'll just start with the single player real quick. Um, the old Twisted Metal, if you'll remember, was like a fighting game. You know, you picked a character, you went through the tournament, and then you got an ending, and that's, that was it. This one is more of a, you, you start off as Sweet Tooth, and then you go through his little story arc, and then you play as Mr. Grimm. You go through his story arc, and then you play as Dollface. You go through hers, and then the game is over. And basically, the single player is pretty fun. It's like training for the multiplayer. But what's interesting is like the cutscenes are like done with live action actors, and but with like a kind of like digitized environment and background and thing like that. It's really difficult to describe. But it was very unique looking. I know some people in the reviews it was off putting. Because uh, it is very striking, it's like wow, I haven't seen stuff like this very often. That just but sounds I really, like that, that sounds like something they would do in like '90s games. When yeah, yeah. But the way it was done, like I was really, I really liked it. The Sweet Tooth one was especially very like dark and disturbing. I even like texted Eddie, and I'm like, I don't want to play as this guy anymore. Like he's really bad. Um, but it was it was really fun. They, what's neat is the single player is not just like okay, here's a level, kill everybody in the level. Uh, there's different, like, there'll be objective-type things. Um, they'll change it up by, like, having two semis running around the uh, the map, and after, like, every two minutes, the semi unleashes a new enemy. So you have to destroy the semis, and then you have to destroy all the enemies. The quicker you destroy the semis, the less enemies you have to kill after that. Um, so they try to change it up with different levels. It's not just deathmatch every single time. But obviously the meat of it is the online, and they are how is that? Some, is it good? Well, let me let me caveat this. They are having okay. some difficulties with um, matchmaking sometimes. Sometimes you can find a game and you're fine like for like the entire night, and other times you will have a really difficult time getting a game. Um, when it does work, and you know they're working on it, they're patching it and everything. It's fun. It's like way more fun than I thought. I traded in Call of Duty. That's how fun it is. This is my multiplayer game. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's exactly. an endorsement if I've ever heard it. Another I traded in Call of Duty. That's like the Anthony stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it, it's such a simple thing. But you know how when you play, because we've only ever played like Twisted Metal, like maybe with a friend, like uh, like you know next to each other on the couch or like just yeah, like in player. middle school at a friend's house, and like right. you you were Most like of sick of playing it. Final Fantasy three, so then you popped in Twisted Metal. Right, but most of the time you play the single player, and what the AI in the single player is always trying to kill you. You know, it doesn't ever feel like they're all attacking each other. They're just trying to kill you. What's nice about the online is it's a free for all. 
everybody's trying to kill everybody. So it it's not as so it feels like mayhem. It feels like mayhem, and it you know there's something really cool about turning a corner and just like unloading like missile after missile after missile and like killing two or three guys in one shot um, because they've already been weakened by other people. So that's neat, and you get like points not only for you know killing but like assisting and like how much damage you do. Like if you just sit in a corner and like just try to survive, you won't get as many points, so you won't win the match. You have to actually be out there trying to get some shit done. Um, there's last man standing where like just as people you know die, then they're out of the game until the round is over. There's regular team deathmatch where it's like ten minutes, you die, you respawn, you know, like that. Um, there's you know team based games like team deathmatch and you know like the hunt like it's like hunted where one guy is the guy who has to everyone's has to kill so it is kind of like the single player in that one but the there's one objective based game called nuke which is really cool where you have two teams and you have to like find the teams the other team's leader who's like a guy like just chained up to something you grab him you find this missile truck that's circling the map and you hide you basically get behind that and follow behind it into this like circle uh until like a meter fills up and then once the meter fills up and at this you know all this time people are trying to kill you and everything and prevent you from doing this and they're also trying to you play offense and defense so they're trying to stop you while you're trying to do it or you're trying to stop them while they're trying to do it and once the meter fills up uh the missile truck shoots a missile and then the person who does that directs the missile to try and hit a statue while people are trying to shoot down the missile um so people are trying to shoot down the missile and then if you use it correctly you hit a statue and you get a point um, so it's very team-based. Like, you have to be trying it. You can't just wing it. And if you have the right people that are playing it properly, and so far people have seemed to be looking... You know, you have to search out this type of game. You don't just, like, stumble upon it. So the people who do seem to want to play it the right way, it's really fun. How big are the teams on that? On that, I think they're... I've only played it, like, twice. Um, but I think there were, like, eight, uh, 16 total, so there were eight on each team. Okay, yeah, that's okay. That's I feel like if it gets too big, then like all of a sudden um, <laughs> goals just go out the window. <laughs> right, right. And one of the cool things, and, and I don't know if it's cool. Excuse me. One of the the thing I haven't decided if it's cool or not. It is a little bit like Call of Duty. You do level up and stuff like that. Um, but what you level up is you just unlock different cars, and you know, like you unlock, you know, there's different tiers. So I guess you have to clear out one tier, and when you get to the next tier, then maybe you can unlock Sweet Tooth's truck, or you can unlock different you know, weapons, instead of just like a regular machine gun, you can unlock a shotgun for your main, you know, for your like primary weapon or whatever. Um, so it's, okay. it's got little things to keep you playing and everything, but it just, I really just play the main like free for all, you know, deathmatch, kill everybody you can thing, like just over and over again. And it's, it's really fun. That's twisted metal in a nutshell. I highly recommend it. Well, if you sold call of duty for it, that's like we said, the Anthony stamp of approval. So, well, there were, Amazon was also having a trade-in deal where they gave me 31 bucks for it. Yeah, so that was, that was yeah. partly that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, See, I, I never played the original Twisted Metal, and I still can't quite picture what this game is. And I kind of hate racing games. It's not a racing game. I know it's, it's not, not a racing, racing game. I know it's not there a racing is. game, but I, I hate car driving games. In, in the single player, there actually is one, uh, two where it is a race, um, hmm. which is kind of neat. I wish they'd actually put that in the multiplayer because it was really fun. You run around, you know, do you know, hitting checkpoints and stuff like that. So is it like it's kind of like an arcade racer? Yeah, it, where it's, it's like, like totally unrealistic. Racer. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. What, what's cool. funny is like the first time I did it, I was like, well, there's going to be people trying to shoot me, 
so I better pick one that, you know, got a little bit of armor and everything. No, just pick the fastest car. You'll blow past everybody, and it's not even fair. Mm. But See, I never, I never played Twisted Metal either, so would this be a good it, jumping in point for a fan of the series or a newcomer to the series? I think it would. No, two things. One, it does come with Twisted Metal Black for the PS2 uh, you, you know, to, as a download, and that was like a really, really good one. Uh, probably oh, it my does? Favorite. That's really yeah. cool. Did yeah. Yeah, that, I actually like that. Uh, so uh, the Alice game does the same thing, where if you buy the the newest Al- uh, Madness Returns, you buy Madness right, Returns, you get, you get a free Madness. copy. Yeah, yeah, or and, whatever yeah, the, it's, the first one is called. Um, yeah, like Bioshock Infinite will have the original Bioshock for download. That, see, I like that. That's a cool way of doing it. I like I like that too. That is really neat. Um, yeah, I feel like that's going to be lame though. Like people, like people that play the original Bioshock are going to be like. Uh, this? this is kind of dated. Like, I feel like they should do something silly and do like an a sixteen bit or eight bit version of the original Bioshock. Oh yeah, that can you imagine like maybe like the, uh, the like the Super Nintendo version of Jurassic Park, but do it like Bioshock? That would be cool. that would be fucking cool. Uh, the other thing, real quick about Twisted Metal, the controls are old school. Twisted Metal controls like the gas is square and. Like oh. X's to do the quick turn or whatever. It took a, about 20 minutes before I really was able to be comfortable with it. And is that how like, Gran Turismo is still? Yeah, but Gran Turismo, it's X is the gas. So I kept thinking that X oh, okay. is the gas too. And, you know, to shoot the there's, you know, like missiles and stuff is R2, and to shoot your machine gun is L2. Everything else is like really normal. Surely but you can change the button layout though, right? You can change the button layout. Um, I was trying to get more. I, I was trying to do it as I did the old school Twisted Metal because I really loved that. So it did take me a little bit, but I mean, it's just a matter of getting acclimated to it. It's not the controls aren't terrible. It's just you have to get used to them. So the controls are actually really good. So, so something that I thought of when you were talking about like the idea of being in the multiplayer and coming around the corner and lighting up a dude with missiles. The first thing that popped in my head is. How has there not been a successful uh, mech game like Mech Warrior? Like, I know people have tried on, on newer consoles. Hawken. Yep, people have tried on newer consoles, but it's never been, it's never caught on. Because I think, um, and maybe how Hawken is that Address this because they do mechs typically as the slow lumbering, uh, you know, not very fast and. You need to be. You need to have a little bit more speed, a little bit more of a dynamic feel to it to to get that kind of thing that makes people go, "Oh yeah, this is really awesome." Hmm. See, I That's just, just love. I love playing mech games. You know, the 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 mech parts in Fear Two and Three are some of my favorite parts of the game. Those are really cool. <clears throat> I, I always feel like such a badass when I'm walking around and I'm just like, I'm blowing the shit out of everybody who comes my yeah. way. Can't touch me. Yep. If they did mech games like the sequence in District 9, that would be awesome. Oh, yes, that dude. Awesome. That part of the movie was baller. So good. So really well good. done. I think I think Hawken will usher in a new era for mech combat games. I, I think it will, too. You'll see so, a lot of copycats. So Hawken is an upcoming game? I... We talked about it on the podcast. It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Like, like la- last year, yeah. Is it like, like a PC game break. or what? what is it? It's a it's a PC multiplayer game, but it's also it's, 360, right? Or no? No, I think I think it's PC only. Okay. Yeah, I applied to the uh, I applied to get into the beta. So if I get in, I'll let you guys know how it is. But yeah, I actually totally forgot gorgeous. about that. 
it, it, yeah, I, it, now that you talk about it, I remember it, and I remember being really pumped about it on the podcast. It kind of disappeared yeah, for a while. The graphics and they were pretty awesome, hmm. especially because yeah. it's an independent game, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. watching. I'm watching a, a trailer right now. To yeah, they they were recently given, I think, a million dollars by an outside source to help uh, with their development, nice. like an angel investor. See now yeah. I'm excited. Uh, now see now I take back that whole mech thing because now I'm I'm re excited about this game that I totally <laughs> forgot about. Boom! Y'all just been hawked. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Yeah, hawking. no, I totally want to play this. I wonder if I wonder if my Mac Mini is powerful enough to run this. I mean, it, nope. Nope. guys, I, I know, but I told you that I managed to get it to run Witcher Two pretty well. That's true. Play, I actually don't even believe you on that, Jeff. Um, uh, I had to turn down some of the settings, but like, so it's not like the single. So then you're not board. a real PC gamer, Jeff. I don't okay? give a fuck. You only turn up the settings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I want it to be playable. That's all I really Crank care about. to the max. I'm gonna get the. I also think the you need something with more than one button to play it on the Mac. Oh, oh, oh fuck oh, yourself! I have a I have classics. a two, <laughs> I have a two button mouse for for That's actually specifically seventy five percent less trouble, not a hundred. Hey, can I play Hawken on my iPhone? Oh, oh yeah! yeah. But this Anthony has an iPhone. That's right. Yay! Yay. So now we, can, now we can spend time talking about all the iPhone games that all of us are playing. Although, I guess, Nick, you don't really play iPhone games, do you? Fuck you. I play them sometimes. <laughs> well, but it, it seems like I play them a lot. Uh, Mitch plays them a lot. Eddie plays them a little bit. And now Anthony is getting into it. But I, it seems like you never really talk about it, Nick. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'll really, really get into a game for a period of time. And then I'll, and then I'll be done. And I, there hasn't been a game that I've been really, really into in a while. Since Infinity Blade 1, probably. Hmm. But, like, I played the fuck out of some game dev story. Like I, That's all I've been playing. Like, till 1.30 in the morning every night since Tuesday I need I need a sequel to that, is what I need. Mm. To game game dev story? Yup. I'm going to make one. I'm going to make one in the game for you tonight. That's what I'm going to do. It's my next game. Game Thanks, dev bro. story 2 for Nick. Thanks. Yeah, I know that you talked about the word thing. I don't know. I guess I should get into it. I just, I don't. I've been, I've I'm, been I'm, kind of obsessed with word games just re- recently. So, but Puzzle Juice is amazing. I just yeah, picked Puzzle up another Juice. one called Words with Friends. Well, no, Words with Friends. <laughs> I, I, I stopped playing that a while ago. Although I could probably put it back on there. No, I'm talking more about like games where you have to search for words mm-hmm. and and get them done quickly. Like, uh, so Puzzle Juice is cool. Uh, I picked up another one called Welder. Where it's sort of like a word search thing, um, so so you have to find words and you'll get uh, extra points for certain letters, and then there are you know special letters that block you from proceeding. It's it's really challenging, though. It, it's like you have a limited number of moves before your turn is over. I, like that's the interesting thing. I feel like what the iPhone and iPad do really well is if someone comes up with a game with one really strong mechanic and like really, really refines that, you can make some really amazing addictive games. I mean, if, if you think about it, um, very few of the games on there are, are much more complicated. I mean, I, I'm guessing game dev story is a little bit more complicated, but most of the games I end up playing have like one mechanic that they do really well. Infinity Blade is just a lot of, you know, fighting guys and getting better at it and leveling, leveling up and stuff like that, so... You're probably Fire right. Tower about is that. just a bench of tower management and elevator moving. Yeah, I but mean, it's I, addictive. So, so I like, it, I I look in the app store and there's actually a, an iPad version of um, Final Fantasy Tactics now, 
And I look at that, and I'm like, hmm. Should I buy? I don't even know why. You, you, I don't know why you ever said hmm, and why you didn't just say purchase. <laughs> I'll tell you I why, why I said hmm. Right I'll now. tell you why I said hmm. It's because it's eighteen dollars. And that'll be the best eighteen dollars you ever spent. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Think about think about fucking like three DS games or, or or Vita games. I know, I know. It's it's the same price as like one of the other consoles, but still, there is that. It's a psychological barrier. It's hard. It, to, it, it is. It is. Because, I mean, like, when I'm just downloading apps now, I mean, I'm like, free app, free app. This app's 99 cents. Fuck you. <laughs> like, just wow, right now, so, I'm in that. He's had it for a day, and he's already got the app store mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've been trained. I've been watching you guys. I've been studying your moves. I know what to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Like, I definitely am willing to spend more than that, but for whatever reason. Have you played reason, Tactics, Jeff? What's that? Have you played Tactics? No, I've never played Tactics in my life. It is one of the greatest games of all time. I'm not no hyperbole that it is one of my favorite games ever. Anthony's correct, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is really, really good. It yeah. is probably in my top three. No, I mean, I, I'm still considering it. It's just, it's definitely like I look at that. I'm like, okay, I spent as much on all the other apps that I bought this month. <laughs> Maybe if I buy it right now. I do appreciate Nick backing me up, so it's not just fanboyism that's talking like that's legit <laughs> yeah no it's, it's super, super but yeah no get, getting the ipad definitely got me back into ios gaming again you know i i actually like don't even really want to play most games on the iphone anymore because it seems like the the ipad screen size is perfect for some of the games that i, I end up wanting to play yeah, I'm 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 really thinking about getting that iPad three with that Retina Jesus display. Christ. I get an iPhone, you guys are all getting iPads. Whew. Fuck you. <laughs> it's gonna be You're, sick. You still gotta be behind the curve somehow, Anthony. I know. <laughs> it's my lot in life. Well, if it makes all right, you well, so, is there something else we wanted to talk about, or did we want to move on to Assassin's Creed three? We can Let's move on to on Assassin's that. Creed three. The only thing I was gonna say is that if it makes you feel any better, Anthony, I got an iPad two, knowing that there probably would be an iPad three this year. So don't oh, say yeah. probably. You knew there was going to be an iPad three, and you knew it was going to be released in March. Like you, exactly. Even everyone I knew, that. knew that. I knew that. I don't work eh. for Apple. Eh. Shh. <laughs> They're not supposed to know I work for Apple. <laughs> we've. I think we've said that before. Oh, have yeah. we? Well, they're not supposed to know I'm Canadian yet. Every week, it's like, oh, he's from, he's from Canada. Come on, guys. No, I'm from Seattle, right? They're supposed to know that. Everybody, I'm the ghost of Steve Jobs. Just so you know. <laughs> Get fired for that. <laughs> wow. All right. Who wants to Who wants to start off this Assassin's Creed three? Mitch, you are the I resident. I feel like there can be only one. Mitch is the resident Assassin's Creed guy, so I feel like Mitch. Let, let's talk about Let's talk about the American Revolution. Even though he's Canadian, this is good. How Take disappointing up. is this to you? I wish it was the War of eighteen twelve, where uh, the White House was burned down by British commandos raiding from Canada. I quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You just want oh, a no. Canadian war. That's Drink. All. You want to play as Cana a Canadian assassin who like apologizes for stabbing people. He just like sneaks up behind a guy, like cuts him, and goes like, "Oh shoot, sorry, eh?" <laughs> the guy there was actually there was actually a, 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 a there was a fantasy book I read where there was like a group of assassins that when they killed you, they would like apologize for it, like I am so sorry for this, and then you would get like stabbed. Well, t technically, I guess. Um, Ezio I never knew they were Canadian, like, though. Well, Ezio would like pray. You know, they, he he would like pray and and bless them. And that, yeah, that's... they they had to do little things to like make it like. Well, he's not he's not so bad. Like he prayed for them. Yeah. Well, it's in Avatar when they killed stuff, they would be like, Thanks yeah, like, for all that that's shit. what the Native yeah. Americans did. So this guy in this new game is gonna be like. 
all over that shit. Right. So he's like Native American, right, Mitch? Yeah. Well, he's. They haven't officially said yet, but yeah, it's pretty obvious that he's going to be Native American. I mean, he has a tomahawk, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he has a tomahawk, and also he's got you know a lot of trappings that are associated with Native Americans. So, I mean, yeah, I, I just so my brother's point was that like he he felt like if you were gonna do that time period, why not do the French Revolution? You know, we oui, we. Oui. So you could or or, I mean, because he was saying because it, it's by Ubisoft, they're in France. Why not do that? You're right. That makes so much more sense. I quit. And. <laughs> Well, just as far as the time period goes, like there are a lot of uh, revolutions and counter-revolutions going on at all the same time, and he was saying that it would make a lot of sense for to, to weave in the the Templar conspiracies and the assassins and like all the different factions and sides fighting and trying to get control of everything. But the problem with the American Revolution is that there's no architecture. This is this is one of my favorite things because I agree with you 100. percent But how like terrible are we as like gamers where we're like but there's no tall buildings but i mean so yeah that's the thing i'm having a hard time picturing the <laughs> me too like, no, I'm, I, I'm having a hard time picturing the mechanics if there's nothing for you to jump around and, and run on i mean maybe they've got a really great idea and they're going to change the gameplay again and it's gonna exactly be like a leap ahead but right now all i'm picturing is like you know a giant field full of buffalo and the one jumping off a, yeah. a bale of hay and then someone being like oh look that guy just jumped off that roof <laughs> yeah, off the one building in town into yeah. Well, I really, I really just want like fake screen art or something of like, you know, there's always the the iconic, you know, Altier or, or Ezio mm-hmm. like, like sort of kneeling down at the edge of a building, like really like a really tall thing, like building, like looking over the landscape. I want one of those, but like on like a farm and like like on the roof of a barn or something, <laughs> and just like there's like a couple farmers just all staring at him, like what's he doing? Like he like they like he doesn't think that they can see him, but they can. <laughs> Somebody, internet, make that happen. I have to say that, like, so, Nick, where did that first... Nick sent us a promo image where it's just, like, the character standing in front of a a flag with the thir- the 13-star flag? Or, like, it's, like, the, one yeah, of the it's earlier a, flags. It's the, it's, yeah, it's the 13-star flag. And it Star was just some stars. fucking kids that worked at Best Buy and sent them in and was like, hey, this thing's coming out tomorrow. Which is really interesting because that wasn't the exact same image, image that came out today, but it was the same idea. Mm. So somebody somebody must have seen that and then made a new image and then sent that into Kotaku. Is that actually, that- actually what, what that image they're talking about, Game Informer finally went full on and uh, put this up on their site. What that is is an alternate cover drawn by Alex Ross. Okay, it just oh. it, it looks like fan art. Maybe it's because the the photo wasn't very good quality, but it just looked like self parody fan art or something. I don't know. Yeah, hold on. I'll send I'll send you guys the actual cover with Alex Ross's art on it, and you can. It was just a bad screenshot. Okay. But it's yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Okay, oh, that well, looks better. That yeah, looks that's, better. Yeah. Also, oh, I like I just, the little, little little pistol thing he has there. I, I just want to make a quick point about uh, like what you guys are saying. Like, there's no tall buildings. Um, you know, we're making a, obviously, you know, given the past of the series, we're making an assumption that it's going to take place in cities. But what if it all takes place in the wilderness, like in mountains and stuff, in like woods and stuff? Yeah, I just thought yeah. about that. Is his yeah. tomahawk the logo of yes. the assassin? That's fucking yes. smart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Assassin's Creed series has always had really strong design. Like, just the look of the new assassin is. Already I like iconic. his. I like his bow. Like, yeah. like that could be fun. The the I think it's maybe my problem staff. is that the hood does not look period appropriate at all. 
It's like the assassin's hood, though. No, I feel like the him. I feel like the hood made sense when there were monks around, and when like for whatever reason it makes sense in in Italy and and uh, wherever Altair was. I forget Jerusalem. what Jerusalem. Jerusalem. In the Holy Land. In the Holy Land, yeah. So in those cases, it totally makes sense for him to have a hood, but it. My. It does. It does look a little weird with yeah. his jacket. Yeah. Like he kind of sewed it on himself. Right. I mean, I wonder yeah. if the char- I wonder if that. So I actually wonder if the character is going to be dressed like that in the full game with a with a hood, or if or if that's just sort of promotional image. This is what it sort of will look like. I, don't know. I mean, but at the same time, that hood is like that is yeah, iconic it's, it's of iconic, what Assassin's yeah. Creed. Is. I think that's like the official like uniform of the assassins. Mm-hmm. So I feel like since he'll be an assassin, it'll be passed on to him or something, and he'll yeah. be like, I, I think he's got to wear the hood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I was reading Assassin's Creed: The Fall, and that takes place, uh, you know, at the turn of the century to like the Russian Revolution type stuff, and like it doesn't. His costume doesn't really look right with a hood, but at the same time, he still looks like an assassin. So they kind of, I think, kind of going for the iconic assassin look over like really accurate period stuff is probably more important to them. But it yeah. does kind of look weird. I, I, I think you're right there. And regardless, right now that cover is just designed to get your attention and let you know that it's Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'll be curious to see. Like, I'm hoping that what they're actually going to do is is surprise us as far as, you know. Well, I was about to say, do we not trust them? I mean, they've made really exactly, great games. Yeah. Do we not trust them? Or what? I trust them. I, I think trust I'm, them. I think I mostly trust them. Yeah, I think I think I do. Yeah. I mean, they improved, I w- I, they improved so much on the first one. Yeah. Also, I'm wondering if this guy can possibly hold any more weapons because he's got like a pistol, a tomahawk, and he's, got like a, and he's got like a fucking sword, a sword, and the Alex Ross thing. He's he has another gun on his back, yeah. and then he's got his hidden blades. <laughs> he's got probably got something. That's pretty you know, much like every every one tank. of them, though. Yeah, he's always got that kind of arsenal in all the games. Yeah. It's true. Altair did look like a walking prep kitchen with the amount of knives he had on himself. <laughs> Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be weird because it's like, you know, the whole thing is like uh, there's the whole town dynamic, right? Where it's like you hide you hide with uh, with people that are walking through the town and then you go to like the doctors and you go to like the shopkeepers to buy stuff. And that- well, I mean, there were big there were medium sized cities back then. Like I. So, but maybe, but maybe there's like towns, but there's also wilderness. Like yeah. maybe it's not all wilderness. Maybe it's not all town. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of more open. I don't know. Yeah. yeah well, this is that. the this is the official cover, and look, like in the background, there's like cliffs and forests and stuff. So maybe it's a well, mix of both. And and, and 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 the thing you sent there is oh that's interesting yeah, and the thing you sent is ju- he's just on a a rock. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah, that's a good point. And he's yeah, and, and they're out in the middle of of a field or something on a battlefield. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited about it, but you know, the other thing is that they probably can't do, or <laughs> they may have to have another explanation for the underground caves because, you know, there's, ah, I guess they can possibly come up with something. But part of the reason that those, uh, those, you know, hidden tombs and stuff worked is because Europe has that kind of, you know, thousands of years of history. What's the uh, release date on this? October 30th. For the okay. game? Oh, yeah, the game. Okay, Okay, October 30th. Bioshock Infinite comes out two weeks earlier, so that's fine. 
You got a Bioshock Infinite is the uh, is the Call of Duty of this year. Everything else yes. has to move out the way. Yeah. That's right. Get out of yeah. the way. Oh shit! I'm. Uh, I just searched for Bioshock Infinite, and Bioshock Two is selling for nine dollars and thirty nine cents new on Amazon. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was in the like top ten um, of the sales. I was looking online today of Amazon. That's hilarious. It's a good game. I Does like anybody it. have any closing thoughts on Assassin's Creed or no? We're Still all gonna, gonna we're all gonna play it. We're we're all looking forward to it. It's just hard to imagine what they're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'm excited for it being the Assassin's Creed guy in this. I'm, I'm, I think I'm at least right behind you, as far yeah, as yeah. you know. I liked all, I liked Revelations. Um, Brotherhood was really good until the very last mission, <laughs> uh, which really pissed me off. But you know, I've liked all the two series. Yeah, I like them too. I mean, they all had their, you know, their little bumps, but overall, they were really good games. Yeah. Like, I even like the first one, and that one is notoriously, like, trashed by everybody else. Yeah. Well, I told you I bought it, like, it was on sale for $5, so I bought it in... Yeah. Steam I don't, I don't think you can whatever. go, I don't think you can go back to it, man. And I told you not to do that. Eh, if we were it, was, it was $5, I don't care. That is was, it going to be worth it, though? Like, the 20-minute conversations after you kill somebody? <laughs> I think, yeah, it, it would be rough. By the way, real quick, um, this sort of a, kind of goes in, I think, with Jeff buying it. You know, when a movie comes out, like, for instance, uh, God, but let's say, like, The Hobbit comes out. Maybe we're all going to watch Lord of the Rings before The Hobbit comes out just to, you know, get in the mood, right? That doesn't work with video games. Like, I've seen, I've heard people do, like, oh, I'm replaying Fallout 3 because Fallout New Vegas is coming out or something like that. No, that doesn't work because, one, it's a lot longer. It's more of a time investment. And, two, the sequels usually aren't that different, so you, you're going to be tired of that game. Mm-hmm. You know, when you jump in, like, oh, I'm replaying Oblivion before I play it, before Skyrim comes out. Well, Ugh, Skyrim God. comes out, and you're going to be like, oh, I'm so sick of this type of game right now. Yeah. Like, I hear people do that. And, like, people on Twitter are like, oh, I'm replaying a game to get ready for the sequel. Don't fucking do that, please, for your own sake. Don't do it. Right. Well, also, I feel like because movie sequels are usually worse, and game sequels are usually better. Better. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't play Arkham... Asylum before you play Arkham City because there's a chance you might be burnt out of Batman by the time. All you need to do is play Arkham City. You don't need to play Arkham. That's Asylum. all you ever honestly. Need to do. All really. Ever need to do. I mean, there's not even a lot of interconnectivity between the games except for what happens with the Joker. But other than that, yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, but that's kind of like you can figure that out. Like I mean, oh yeah, they're not yeah. they're not like cagey about it. They're like this thing happened to the Joker and now he's like this. I don't know. I, I feel like the. <laughs> I would be sad if they missed some of the twists in the first one, like the the part where it makes you think that the game crashed. Oh yeah, that's true. The scarecrow right. parts the, alone are the, worth like the scarecrow yeah. parts. No, no, I'm the saying like the scarecrow parts are. Really well, no, I'm not fun. saying like I'm not saying don't play the game if you haven't played it. I'm saying if you've played it you're, and you were like, I want to replay it to get ready for the new one, don't do that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry, I should have clarified. I was just gonna be sad because like I think it's easy to forget that uh, sometimes, well, it, at least in Asylum's case. Uh, no, no, if you haven't played Asylum, go play fucking Asylum right now. <laughs> but if you have played it, don't replay it. That's what I'm saying. Because I actually got it for my brother for Christmas because he hasn't even played either of them. And so I got him nice. Mark Asylum for Christmas. So, yeah, I, well, yeah, I, I could see how there might be some pre, uh, earlier games that are worth replaying if they're unique enough. Like, I, I feel like maybe Batman, Batman isn't the best example because it actually is different enough 
as far as the Scarecrow stuff goes. I'm trying to think of other games that might actually be worth replaying if you've even if you're. It's rare though, you know. Yeah. Like I, Oblivion and Skyrim, that would be a terrible choice. That that would just ruin you. Um, yeah. Mass Effect maybe to get the saves, but I play I replayed Mass Effect one to get a save for Mass Effect two because when I bought the Xbox 360 Slim, I I lost all my saves, um, and that was hard to yeah. go back. Mm. I would Mass say Effect, maybe just yeah. get the save. In retrospect, Mass Effect One has a lot of annoying shit. <laughs> a, yeah, dude, a ton of annoying shit. But you know what it doesn't have? It doesn't have scanning. And you know what Mass Effect Three doesn't have? It doesn't have scanning. So fuck yes, it those does. games. Mass Effect Three has scanning. They just streamlined it. Did they? Yeah, you scan whole systems instead of individual planets. Well, you know what? Since we're talking about Mass Effect Three, you know what we time I think it is. Game time. This week we are playing percentages. Um, percentages. It's a game that involves numbers and uh, numbers, <laughs> numbers, and not letters, just numbers. Numbers. The hot new invention by Thomas Edison. Yeah, it doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> it's Why like would... it's like the it's like the sequel to Grades. That was numbers. This is, I mean, that was letters. This is numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't numbers, know. I'm telling you. Hey, numbers in a new thing. <laughs> Whatever, man. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony doesn't have a good old timey radio voice. <sighs> it's okay. Yes, I do. I just don't know what to say because I said it really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how all our voices are just something completely different. We're all going off on like our own thing. <laughs> STFU. <laughs> Anthony just sounds like a mobster on speed. <laughs> which you know which works? I'll get you. It's yeah, the same thing. Same. Yeah. Same. Same thing, really. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess let's jump right into it. Um, the segue was about Mass Effect 3, so the first thing we're going to talk about is Mass Effect 3. Specifically, I don't know if you guys... Oh, uh, yeah, this was on the, on the Gamer Sushis. Uh, Mitch posted about it, I think. Yep. Uh, about people uh, bitching about the Mass Effect 3 Day 1 DLC. And there's going to be a boycott because the internet boycotts fucking everything because they're a bunch of fucking angry Gandalf virgin nerds. Um, <laughs> that won't alienate any of our listeners. Tell us how you really feel. Um, so the first question is <laughs> chances that the boycott of Mass Effect 3's DLC controversy will actually have an effect on sales. Mitch. Nick, we've been crunching the numbers with the boys in the lab, and what we've got is a big fat zero. <laughs> oh, going the big squadoosh. I love that. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Zero, man. Boom! Is it trips, Anthony? I've had my guys working on it, and everything comes out the exact same way. It's a big zero. <laughs> big zero. I don't even know who to go with. Let's just <laughs> this go is with anyone's game. Pop fly. <laughs> <laughs> Since Mitch All was near. the first go-to, we're going to go back around. Circle it around, circle the wagons, back to first base. Mitch, why are angry nerds going to just buy the shit anyways? Go. Because do you guys remember that like big Modern Warfare 2 boycott that was going to happen on Steam? And on the first day, everyone in the Steam boycott group was playing Modern Warfare 2? That's why. Because nerds have no willpower. Boom! If you dangle something shiny in front of nerds long enough, eventually they'll break down and buy it. They may huff and they may puff. But at the end of the day, we speak with our wallets. But at the end of the day, here's my 60 bucks. 
yep, at the end of the day, shut up and take my money, Bioware. <laughs> and all those nerds who are saying, oh, this is such a ripoff, they're holding it back, are going to be playing it day one and giving it their game of the year. So, oh, love come that. at me, bro. Mitch is just crushing nerd skulls. <laughs> Jeff, what do you got? Well, so I, I was looking to see how much it, it costs. I, I don't know. Uh, I think people are going to buy Mass Effect 3 no matter what. Like, that's not that's not going to change. I would be... I think the more interesting question is whether people are actually going to end up buying the DLC. Um, because... We don't really get numbers on DLC, do we? We don't really no. know how yeah, many Yeah, no, we never know, it. like, how well Only it does. Only if it's really successful, and then they do a press announcement. If it's not, you never hear anything about it again. Right, right. I mean, I feel like I'll probably end up buying it if it's, if it's integral to the story. I've already... Um, if it, if it's not something that I get with my purchase, because it only comes with the um, the special edition, right? Which I bought, so yeah, I'm kind of biased. You'll be able to tell us <laughs> if it's worth getting. <laughs> I guess that's we've, true. We've got an in, which is good. So so just so we're clear, everybody knows what the big deal with this is, right? No. Like the besides. Oh the fact yeah, I guess I never presented DLC. it. Sorry, I assume that everyone read the story on Gamer Sushi. You we all know that Jeff doesn't read Gamer Sushi. He said that many times. No, I, I read it while you were talking, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I read it eventually. <laughs> I think I actually read it before, but I, I just... Uh, I love your honesty, Jeff. <laughs> it's one of your greatest assets. It sounds familiar. No, uh, I was just trying to figure uh, out, like, what the... Because I got the impression originally that it was, like, a cheap DLC. But it's... This other article I'm reading says that it's a $10 DLC. Yeah, it's, it's $10. Yeah, Mitch, intro this, and then, Anthony, we want your take. Go. Okay, so the thing about the From Ashes DLC is that this has been all over the internet, but I'm just going to say, if you really care about spoilers, tune out now. Me. The DLC gives you a Prothean squad member. And if you recall, the Protheans were the race that was supposedly credited with inventing the mass relays and all that, even though it's actually the Reapers. So, the you get a Prothean somehow, and he joins your team. So, so people refresh, are free. refresh my memory. Wasn't there a Prothean in two? No, the the collectors were Protheans. You're thinking of a Geth, the Geth. The Geth, okay, yeah. Yeah, and the main and the main bad guy, the Egypt. collectors were were Protheans. Okay, right. Yeah. Oh, or they they oh. they used to be Protheans. So right, you're getting right. they're, like they're a corrupted Protheans. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, 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 you always get the villain from the last game, and the next game is a party member. Makes sense. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> So yeah, basically people are saying like, well, if you got a Prothean squad member, obviously it's cut content because they're Protheans and But if they can cut the content then they're not crucial to the game. That is literally not yeah. possible. Like you, but like but you know, like I said, yeah. like um this could be like the what was the the assassin from Mass Effect 2? Kasumi? No. Uh no, you th- Zaid. Zaid. Yeah. yeah. I never uh, played with that Kasumi guy. Kasumi was the thief, right? Yeah, Kasumi was the thief. Zaid had... sucked, man. Yeah, Zaid th- it could be something as simple as that. You get the guy, he says some generic lines when you walk by him on the ship and that's it. Like for and all we know, never, it could be something much ever more... use him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It could be something totally in depth. We don't know. Mm. The thing is, we don't fucking know. So shut the fuck up <laughs> until it's time to play the game. If you want the DLC early, you buy the special edition. And if you don't want it, then you don't. It's as simple as that. I think, I Sorry, think I became zero Lewis Black burst for a into second. flames there. <laughs> Anthony coming with hot fire. I love I it. I became Lewis Black for a second. I apologize. I was doing the damn. I thought I was going all crazy, but you were just you just took it to eleven. 
Anthony that's just what, took the lead. Wow. That's what Americans do. We get mad about things that we shouldn't get Mitch mad about. Mitch was the leader in the clubhouse, and then Anthony just blew by him. So this is interesting. Ooh. What is it like? Executive producer Casey Hudson tweeted that the DLC was developed by a separate team after the full game was content complete. Yeah, that's that's what he said. And of course, everyone's saying, well, of course they're going to say that. Well, yeah, but you know what? You don't know. So you shut up. You don't know. I don't know. I'll probably end up buying it. Like, psh, I'll buy it because yeah. it's fucking Mass Effect. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be worth effect. it. But yeah, okay. I bought all the, you know, I, I bought all the DLC that wasn't yeah, included in the other things. So. I only actually I only I only bought um, L-O-T-S-B, but um, Lotsba. <laughs> I like so the funny thing about you trying to figure out the acronym for that is that it took you as long to say as if you had just said Lair of the Shadow Broker. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. So can I say that I don't know how I missed it, but I'd never seen the um I don't I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I just saw it last night. The uh the Fim Shep trailer that came out like two weeks ago or something. Yeah, I saw it. I've heard about it. I guess I haven't yeah. seen the trailer. I've so I just the only Fimshep I've seen is the one in the demo. Okay, yeah, the uh, but the Fimshep trailer just came out and I really liked it. Like it or maybe I have it, seen it. It sucks because I uh, Are you talking about reinstated? I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where yeah, he cuz he throws her the fucking tags and he's like you're back cuz yeah, she was like, yeah. "Dude, there's no seriously fucking bad guys are coming." And everyone's like, "Sure." <laughs> Whatever, Shepard. Like, no, no, but seriously, like fucking bad guys are coming, and then they come, and then they're like, "Uh, okay, you're reinstated." Um, then the trailer ends like, "Tell your friends we're coming for them." Right, but like she fucking delivered that line with fucking fire, man. And, oh like, yeah, dude. That vo- the voice dude, actress is just crucial, man. Made uh, that's me, what I've heard. Jennifer that, Hale, that like it, it made me want to not use my fucking like my Nail like. Did, did you use generic, Shep? Yeah, I have generic, Shep. I did, too. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it wrong. No, but I want to... The thing is, is I... I almost I've still got don't all my Mass Effects. with got, my guy. I want to, mm. like, start a new Fem Shep because she seems like so much more badass. Do it on she a replay. Is. I've still got Mass Effect 1 and 2, and I'm going to one day replay them with a female and be a good guy, uh, be a paragon. I wish you could re- retroactively go back and use the the new Femship for Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect One. Oh, well, yeah. What was the default Femship in, in One and Two? Wasn't she like? But there was no. I mean, there was a default, but it wasn't it was, canon, right? Right, 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 right. right. Uh, Mitch, I think you were telling me about this. Like, technically, this is the first canon Femship. Yeah, uh, there's never been a canon appearance for female Shepard. Mm. There was right. a yeah, yeah, there was a default appearance. Yeah, you're right. But like, remember that whole voting thing where everyone's like, "Oh, she can't be a blonde," and then it's like, "Oh, she's a redhead. She can't be a redhead." No, it's, she can't be a ginger. Games. That's what people said. <laughs> oh right, right but yeah, she, now she is all, a she. Yeah. She is a redhead though. She's a dark redhead, but she has freckles. Yeah, which is I adorable. Freckles are great. I love them. So, but like, no, seriously though, she seems super badass, and I want, like, I want to use my Shep because he's the Shep I've always used, but. I also think that, like, how cool would it be to play through it the first time with, like, the really badass voice acting of Femship? I don't know. Like, and take the default Femship all the way back to one. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, cool. but then, like, you have, like, wh- but then when they tell me things where it was, like, what, I don't know the exact numbers, Mitch, you can, if you remember, 
something like 400 decisions that you've made in the first two games affect stuff in three. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's some crazy number. Yeah. It's like when, when you, when you tell me stuff like that, I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I don't want to start a new one because what you probably ask like a 10 question questionnaire. Right. And then like I answer those 10 questions and then you kind of fudge the other fucking 390 things you're going to like. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they, they kind of like just like, well, we'll just assume this happened. And that happened. Obviously, the easiest thing to do is invent a time machine. Go back to 2007. Tell your past self to play to as Femchep. Yes. And then what? give him like the slider combination necessary to create default Femchep from Mass Effect 3. You know, in yeah, I wonder if that's going to be a thing. If they're going to, people are going to figure. I mean, yeah, I, I don't need to ask. It is going to become a thing yeah. where people. Oh are yeah, like, totally. This is this is how you make default Femshep in fucking uh, Mass Effect One. Yeah, it'll be like those Soul Calibur videos of like how to make the Joker and this and that. Yeah, right. Totally yeah. be on YouTube within two weeks. Right. So in retrospect, I'm kind of glad that um, I rolled badly uh, when I first played Mass Effect because I killed my generic. Uh, Guy Shepard playthrough and started the the Femship that I customized, and that's been my canon Femship ever since. So, but can you can't bang Miranda with Femship? Can you? Can you? No. But no. Mm, yeah, see, I don't know. That's Maybe crucial. Worth it. Yeah, I, 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 I had, to bang, had to bang Sarah Walker. That was like half the reason I bought the game. Totes crush, bro. Totes but like all the crush. badass stuff that she does for the rest of the game is worth it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm maybe going to do that. All right, let's move on to the next question. The next question, we're going to start off with El Jefe here. Um, Chances, because the the PS Vita just came out. I don't know if everyone knows that, but the PS Vita came out, and there's been, uh, I don't know, there seems like a pretty decent amount of launch titles, like 10 or 12 launch titles, and some of them are getting pretty good reviews. A few have gotten nines on IGN. Mm -hmm. We can can talk about that in a second. But uh, uh, just in a broader sense, uh, Jeff, chances that the PS Vita will succeed. I guess you could actually even break that down. Like, do you mean like critically succeed or like financially succeed? But I I feel like you can get like a will it be a successful system? Will it surpass the PSP Go? So uh, already probably has. (laughs) That's that's a thousand percent. Like, let's let's have a real question. Let's say let's say I think it's seventy five. Okay. Okay. Anthony, I will say Sony fanboy go. (laughs) I'll 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 say I think there's a sixty percent chance it'll succeed. God damn it, Hmm. Mitch, who wanted to go sixty? What are you going now? Sixty-seven point five. Dick. (laughs) <laughs> the exact average right <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Anthony you're the yes. lowest we're going to go with you what's up man why do you feel bad about the system well talk to me I about it's, it. it's lay pretty... down lay down and talk about all it right, well, let me... <sighs> well it all started when I got a Game Boy and okay anyways um, I think it's <laughs> a really cool back. system <laughs> too far back, too far back. Uh, I think it's a cool system. I was messing with it at GameStop, and I was really impressed. Um, it's just the 
the price. You know, it's just it's it's a little too much right now for me personally. What, what is it? What for our listeners who don't know, how much is it, Anthony? It's either two fifty for the Wi Fi or two ninety nine for the three G. By the way, just get the Wi Fi version. Wait, the Wi Fi um, is cheaper. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the three G is the always on. Yeah, okay, sorry. Right. Wi Fi also. Cheaper, yeah. No, I know, I know. And, I was that was a brain fart on my part. Sorry. Yeah, no, he just got it backwards for a second. Uh, and the three G, you know, you have to pay like I think. Was it twenty five or thirty dollars a month or something like that? Um, I just feel like the Wi Fi would be the better version to get. But I really like I played a little bit of the Uncharted game in GameStop. Really cool. Like I really want to play it. Um, but just not at this price right now. I know. Look, I I go on one of the few websites I can get on at work is Gama Sutra, and they have news articles about the Vita every day, and inevitably somebody compares it to the android or an ipad or the iphone and it's 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 not it's, i don't think that's a fair comparison because the 3ds is actually now it's got now that it's got some games and it's at a, a decent price it's selling really well mm-hmm. especially so, in do, japan it's like crushing japan. in japan exactly and the vita once it gets some you know better games in the u.s it's in europe it's got games that i think appeal more to those gamers than in japanese gamers once it gets some games that'll appeal more to Japanese players. I think it'll it'll sell better there. But those types of because everyone said, oh no, the iPhones and the Androids, they've killed the DS, the, the handheld console, you know, market or whatever. That's not true. And I don't think that's true. I, I think the Vita will succeed. It just you have to give it a chance. People are trying to crap on it and kill it already. Once it gets the proper games and everything, it'll be fine. It doesn't matter what this really the the price and everything, my my issue with it doesn't matter if people if they make games for it that people want to play people will buy the system to play the games because like we established earlier at the end of the day gamers are shut up and take my money mm. so they're just dying to give their money away so I, I think it will succeed it's just people have to get the, I, the the phone thing out of their head when they're comparing it so anthony seems super posy there even though he was the lowest let's go to jeff yeah, with the th- highest that's kind of interesting like i don't know See, I, well, when, I didn't want to go seven. I didn't want to go. You higher were than still 75. over fifty percent. I give you that, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I didn't want to go higher than seventy-five, and I didn't expect the Mitch to go over me too. So my thing is, define success. <laughs> you know, like, see, don't do that. Don't. I, 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 I prefaced that before you answered. I was like, you can, you know, what success means. I mean, you. Yes, they're like you could be like, is it going to be the greatest fucking system Sony has ever made? Is that success? Or does it not make Sony go fucking bankrupt? Is that success? But like you get if it's a system is successful or not. Like, like the 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 Sega it, Saturn was not a successful right, system. Right, right. So like it they, sold, but it was not a successful. The system. The Go was not a successful system. Yeah, like you I mean you. you I understand. Get. No, it, it's that if it sticks around and they don't, you know, throw out everything that they did with it with the next re- revision, like they have. Like the PSP and then the PSP Go and then the PS like it's a different like the PSP had the disc and then the PSP Go had nothing <laughs> and then this has flash memory. I mean, you could argue that none of the versions of PSP have been incredibly successful. Yeah, I mean, I feel like okay, as successful as the PSP or more is what I was thinking. You know, I was thinking it'll be at least as successful as the original one. With it, obviously, it's got some more features. Um, seems like the flash, me- like going to flash memory, is probably you know that's good. It seems like it's got some cool. 
has like, a proprietary format that will, you know, maybe not prevent totally, but hurt piracy that, mm, you know, mm. killed the PSP. Oh, was there a lot? I didn't know there was a lot of piracy. piracy oh, it was, it was like bad. It was really bad. Yeah, okay. So there you go. I kind of want to play the Uncharted game, you know. I, I, I see that and I'm like, I, I want to play that. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to buy one of these things, though, unless there's some, like, ridiculous sale. Like, I, I, I think I'm kind of covered for mobile gaming, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know where I would take this. Because that's the thing, like, the iPhone is always in my pocket. So if I'm waiting in a, a waiting room for the doctor, I might pull out my iPhone and play a game. Um, the iPad I usually take with me to work every day. So, like, if I wanted to play play something over lunch, I could. But I, I don't know. Like, it seems like the Vita would just, if I bought one, it would just sort of hang out at home with me. <laughs> you know? And then... That's, yeah. that's I mean, that's where I, play my, that's where I play my DS yeah. and everything, you know. That's where I, I, play, I, that's where I play my 3DS is at home. I'm not, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not completely everywhere. against it. I feel like if there, was, if there was a game so compelling that I had to have it, that I might be convinced. But I'd probably also want, like, a, you know, cheaper... And, and some kind of special deal on it, but you know. Hmm. See, so from my perspective, it's not a it's not a success in that I'm not probably not going to buy it, but I could see how from their perspective it'll probably be a success. From it's better than the the PSP and the Go, you know. So I think it's going to su- succeed at least that much. Okay. So and, it's, it's uh, funny that I rated it so high, but Anthony sounds far more. You seemed way more negative on it than Anthony, who rated it lower. Mitch, Trajan. middle of the road. Tell me about it. Uh, so the thing with the Vita is, I think it's an amazing piece of technology. Like the fact that I've seen some of the visuals, like on the videos and stuff, and the fact that that's coming out of a handheld is pretty handheld is pretty great. But yeah, like I would never buy one of these for myself. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to succeed, but I won't contribute to that success. Anthony, would you buy it? Um, at a price drop, probably. You know, hmm. um, if and and if there are some better games, I need. I need better games first. Like that seems 3D- like a lot of factors. I feel like as as a as a cast, we can say like, okay, we're well, yeah, not buying this. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I well, mean, here's I, a, here's a, here's the thing. If a Pokemon game came out on 3DS, I would buy that. So if a game came out on the Vita that was considered like essential, I would buy a Vita. Hmm. Like, yeah, black and uh, black and white two, not 3DS, just no, DS, just DS. Huge yeah, mistake. Yeah, dude, if they had put that on the 3DS, like, we said it a million times as cast, I'll say it again, shut up and take my money. I, I can't believe that's, that's the name of the cast, by the way. Wait, so you um, can't... You yeah, can't, it's, it's been the name of the cast for a while. Yeah. You can't yeah. play... You can't play uh, no, you can totally play it on the 3DS. No, no, you can, but, have made it, but if you don't need to buy a 3DS... They should 3DS only. Exactly. If they make it 3DS only, you have to buy that 3DS, and that exactly. makes it a system seller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking, so they've got, like... I, I can't play, believe they didn't do that. Wow. Yeah, that's silly. Uh, I want to play Uncharted. I want to play Luminous because that that was really addictive. On you know, whenever that, that that was that was really good. I need I need some RPGs. Got to give me some RPGs. Square Enix. I want to play. You know, I'd, I'd play Little Big Planet, even though it looks like it's just okay. more Little Big. Planet. There, that's the DS is fucking uh, RPG haven. That's where all the RPGs went. Where the DS. I know. I know. That's why if they release a 3DS. Radiant life, Historia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, I, I had that for the DS. That was good. That's where that's where they all went. I want that theater rhythm, man. That Final Fantasy theater rhythm. Oh, that's gonna be this shit. That's gonna be this shit. Okay. Next topic. Last topic of the day. Ah. 
Anthony, we're going to you first. All right, hit me. Talking about it, we're going double Sony. We're going back-to-back -back Sonys on this one. We're going... It's announced that Killzone 3 multiplayer only, right, right. is going to be released free-to-play, at least to a certain level, right? So, like, if you get, like, really high up and you want certain perks or something like that, eventually you have to buy it. But essentially, like, the regular just, like free-for-all multiplayer for Killzone 3 is going to be free. Which, I, I, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of a big deal, but I, I don't know, we'll see what you guys think. Chances that you will try out the Killzone 3 free-to-play. Anthony, go. 100%. Oh, with the big 100, Mitch. Uh, 85%. 85, not as confident. Jeff. Mm, 80 80, even less confident. But I went to Anthony first last time. We haven't gotten to Jeff first. Does anybody feel super passionate about it and wants to take it? Well, so from, here's the thing. Ahead, like when I was looking Oh, at, Jeff, go, go. So when you say it's free to play, what version of it that you, do you download? Is there like a demo version? Because I looked on PSN when you guys were talking about it. And honestly, like I would have downloaded it but the only version I saw was $14. So I was just like, what? I don't understand. Um, so maybe I'm not looking in the right place uh, to get the free-to-play version because I think maybe there's like a demo version. But I think I would be willing to check this out if I had friends to play with. I, I've decided that I like online uh, gaming if I'm so playing with... So he's forcing us to do it. No, basically. but seriously, yep. like, that's the thing. I don't want to play multiplayer with random We should all do people. it. It's free. We should all do it. That's a great idea, Jeff. Thank you. No, but seriously, like that that's the thing. I think multiplayer only makes sense to me if I am playing with people I know. I have no Yeah, Eddie had that Ed, didn't Eddie write a uh article? Ah, so so here's the thing. Uh I'm I'm reading the article. I don't think Eddie included this, or if he did, I'm not seeing it, but Killzone three goes free to play until you reach the rank of sergeant and then you need to pay fifteen dollars to unlock oh. the remaining ranks. Okay. Yeah, he did. So you can play. See, I, yeah, I, I guess maybe it's like you. Buy no, no. The... I mean, his th his his article about uh, playing online games with friends. Right. Yeah. Did you remember that? Did you read that article, where he talked about how like when he was younger, he would just play multiplayer games just to play them, like Quake Two, Quake Three, whatever. You just hop on, play a game, Counter Strike, whatever. But as he's sure, gotten older, with. he only plays multiplayer with friends. Right. So. That's how I'm starting to feel too. That's why yeah. my my brother doesn't didn't get Call of Duty on the PS3 because he broke it. Um, so I didn't have anybody to play Call of Duty with. So that was the other reason I traded it in because I was like I wanted to be playing this with my brother and I'm not. So I'm just you know. So you guys should get Twisted Metal. So I'm not alone. Sorry, Jeff. Keep going. Uh, yeah, I'm getting the impression that the, what it actually is is it's not like a, an endless free to play. It's that it's, it's a demo essentially, and once you hit that rank. Right, yeah, that's what it is. It's a free-to-play like World of Warcraft, you know, to a certain level, and then if you want to keep playing, you have to unlock, you have to pay to yeah. keep playing. Can you, well, can, so, you, can you keep playing, or do you have to pay the thing? Because, like, you could just keep playing and not advance past that level, I right? I'm sure you could to, do that. I think you have to pay. I'm oh, that seems kind of scummy. Let me see here. If you want to keep playing, attain higher ranks, and earn any of the trophies, you have to unlock it. Okay, so you can just keep playing and not advance. No, but it says keep if you want to keep playing. Oh, hmm. I feel like everyone has soured on this as we've discussed it. <laughs> I mean, yep. I'm I'm, kind of, I'm willing to check. And I, actually, honestly, like fifteen dollars isn't terrible. 
How much is the full game right now? Isn't it like less than less than thirty bucks? I mean, because that that's the thing. Like, I feel like um, eh, yeah, it's twenty eight dollars on Amazon. New, it's not so bad. Um, a lot of times with with games like that, I feel like I want to play the single player to understand the mechanics of the game before I even consider jumping into the multiplayer. You know, especially if I'm playing against you know. I feel like this might entitle. I feel like that depends on people. Jeff. Yeah. This might get some people to try the yeah. actual single player. I mean, so jumping into Gears of War 3 without having played the single player first worked because I had just played Gears 2. And so I, you know, it's fresh in my mind. Because, like, I feel like, yeah. and this is, of course, I'm always going to fall back to StarCraft. But um, <laughs> you playing StarCraft single player Doesn't does not help you play multiplayer at all. Yeah. Like... It helps you in knowing that, like, you have to build things. <laughs> like, you have to build SCVs to collect min- minerals, and you have to build army to fight people. But, like, that's it. Like, other than that, like, it, they have no relation whatsoever. So I feel like there are games where, like, you can just pick up the multiplayer and play that, and it'd be a completely different experience from the, the single player. Yeah, no, that totally make That definitely makes sense. I, I don't know if Killzone... Is one of those. Hmm. So, Anthony, you've already downloaded it? Uh, no, I have not. I haven't got oh, to play any video games at all. That's this after week. the cast, right? Uh, yeah, after the cast, I will download okay, it. Okay, well, cool. Well, not tonight. I'm going to fall asleep tonight. Because well, you said 100%, right. so I assumed. Yeah. No, I will definitely, I would definitely download it because it's free. It's free, you know? And right. even if I don't want to continue past the rank of sergeant, mm-hmm. I got to play a game that's pretty fun. I, I mean, I already played Killzone 3 and beat it, the single player. Um, and I played a little bit of the multiplayer before I traded it back in. I would like to play a little bit more. Um, so it's that's the thing. It's free. Like who's? Why am I gonna? It's free. Why am I not gonna download it? You know, it's free. It's fucking yeah. free. You know, so, honestly, like it, shut it, up and take my. Oh, you're not taking shit this time. <laughs> I mean, I still have a, a PSN Plus membership. Am I the only one now, Anthony? Yeah, you are. Huh. Yeah, I gave it up. Oh, well, part of it was that it was like fifty bucks for a year. So I was like, you know what? That's that's worth it. I download all the games that they offer. So yeah, I just couldn't play all the games that they gave me because I had enough games to play. I'm still playing. Like I just recently, I've been playing Critter Critter Crunch a lot again, which was like the very first free thing that I got from PSN Plus. So yeah. Critter Crunch, a lot of fun. <laughs> I've actually managed to beat like almost all of the adventure levels in that, and like, oh, really half the puzzles. I've been playing it like a madman. I just, I just love the artwork. Like it's just so, it looks so pretty. But um, Mitch, you got something? I mean, if we all download it and decide to try it out one night, then I'll play it. But yeah, I can. When I realized that you had to pay money to keep playing, I kind of soured on it. I think we should all try it one night before Mass Effect Three comes out. Because once Mass Effect Three comes out, I ain't doing shit all for anything else. Because we're I'm all gonna be, be playing. That's Tuesday. You'd be lucky if you get me guys, back on this podcast, guys. That's Tuesday. Yep. As you, know what, time, you, know what sucks? you know what sucks? I've got possible jury duty on Monday, and the game is being delivered to my work on Tuesday. So if I have like jury duty and it carries over, I may not be able to get the game because I won't be at work. Guilty. He's guilty. Just I'm going to walk in and be like, I've got, a, I've got a foolproof plan. I'm going to be like, I can't wait to do jury duty. I can spot a guilty person just by looking at him. So let's do this. I'm ready. That's what I'm going to yep. say. Yep. I've got you, I've got you beat, Anthony. I'm actually not even going to be in town on Tuesday or Wednesday. Ugh. I'm going to be in Palm Springs working Tuesday and Wednesday. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get the game until Wednesday night. And then I work Thursday night. So maybe I'll just play it for 24 hours before I have to work. <laughs> I don't just know. We'll see how that not goes. Not sleep at all for... <laughs> Fuck sleep. Fuck sleep. There's there are planets to scan, motherfucker. That's right. Systems. Does anybody scan. have any closing thoughts in Killzone Three, or are we gonna end this bitch now? Nope. I, I just uh, the only thing is that I cannot believe that Mass Effect Three is coming out so soon. Nothing <laughs> to do with Killzone Three. That. It's free. That. I'm gonna play it. I want Mass Effect Three right now. Yeah. And with that, that is the end of the game and the and end the of the podcast. podcast. Oh, that was Mitch and Anthony on the podcast. Yes. Mitch and Anthony ending the podcast. Um. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are twitter.com slash gamersushi. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. We really appreciate it when you do that, when you write a fun review saying like, hey, these guys are really funny and they like video games and we like them. Love that kind of stuff. Uh, follow me. I am twitter.com slash nickmardo. You can then follow me immediately after following Nick on twitter.com slash mi7ch. On twitter.com slash unsquare. Before you follow all those people, you should follow me. I'm at anthonytaylor underscore. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Bye.